What's up? I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And this is the Jackson Cloud. And we are on a series in Revelation. And today we're going to talk about the rapture. If it exists. Dun, dun, dun. So if you grew up like me, you'd already heard plenty about the rapture. And then you got hooked on the famous Left Behind series that took the world by storm. You're talking about the books or James Cameron? Um, or am I talking about Nicolas Cage? I think you mean Kirk Cameron. <laughs> That's what I mean. Kirk Cameron, you're right. James Cameron. He brought you the greatest movies of all time. Titanic, Avatar, and now Left Behind. You're right. I bet Kirk Cameron. Close enough. Billions of dollars. I mean, so Left Behind, I'm trying to think, is there any Christian book series that was quite as... Popular? Narnia, maybe. Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, but most people but have only read like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Christian, nah, either. Like, it is, I would say but Narnia like, is. It is. Lord of the Rings would be. But it's not read over. specifically by Christians. Okay. Like, everyone loves The Chronicles of Narnia, hmm. but only Christians read Left Behind. That's probably fair. Except, I do have a friend, a good friend of mine, who got saved by reading Left Behind. So as much as I'm about to rip it a new one, I will at least <laughs> I will at least give credit that as I have said before, God has saved people through lots of things. Strange evangelistic techniques many times over and is very graceful with our missaved Who wrote Left Behind? Jerry B. Jenkins and that other guy. Sorry, other guy. (laughs) Um, Did they mean... Tim LaHaye, that's the one. Did they mean to write it as a, this is what's going to happen? Or did they write it as a fun, oh, what what if this? And then it just got taken into that other route. At the local bookstore here in Jackson, it is underneath the speculative fiction. Speculative, speculative fiction, fiction um, which I felt was isn't actually, all fiction speculative. Well, no, because sometimes you're just trying to write a story for story's sake. But this one is speculative in the sense that it'll be kind of like this. Um, what else is in the speculative? Narnia, fiction? Narnia, always. It's real. I'm telling you, and I'm I'm gonna check it out when I get to heaven. I'm going through the the wood between the worlds. And I'm checking out Narnia. Okay, um, but actually, <laughs> at the bookstore, what uh, other books? Star are... Trek. <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of left behind in that section. There's so many books. So I gotta, just, I gotta look it up. This is just a genre of book that I've never heard of before. Speculative fiction. I, I don't even know how many there are, but there. Sixteen. In, in which series of 16 best selling religious novels. Did you guys read Left Behind at all? I did not. No. So I read the kids' version and I was hooked on them. So again, I Wait, have to. I'm sorry. There's two different versions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the adult version and then there's the kid version. And it's two different stories. One's focused on like youth and the other one's focused on some adult characters. The movie was based on the adult The adult one. characters, yeah. Okay. We're both. The new movie with Nicolas Cage also Wait, focused yeah. on the same Nicolas one. Cage did a yeah. Left Behind yeah. movie? Yeah, they, it came they, out they when I was in one. like high school or college. I don't remember. But it was it was only like, it was within the last 10 years. 
I don't think they got far enough, but if they would have got to the Plague of the Locusts, I wish you would just be like, The Locusts! See, I'm just, I the was bees! just really confused because I only ever saw the first Left Behind movie. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the Nicolas Cage Left Behind movie. And I'm like, if these are based on the same books, then why do they feel like two different movies? I don't know. I never saw the Nicolas Cage because one. I never saw either of them. There's like, they're not the same. I avoided it because people told me it wasn't good, so I was like, man. Um, so, fun enough. fact, I watched it in a Bible study. It might be better than a Bible study. <laughs> Depending on what Bible study you're in. Uh, so, okay, but that's all the more reason that we're addressing the rapture here, because the rapture is a big deal among many Christians. And most people who haven't really even read or studied Revelation, the one thing that they know from Revelation is the rapture, which is hilarious because it's not in Revelation. It's in it's in Second Thessalonians. <laughs> yeah, we're still doing it in our Revelation series. We're doing it in our Revelation series because I feel like it, it deserves, uh, well, because it needs to be addressed because it's not in Revelation and it's technically like an, for everyone who's re- let, read Left Behind, like this is the starting point for all of the end times as though Christians get to skip it all because we all got taken away before the end of it, which probably harkens a bit to Jesus, who says uh, it's a good thing things were cut short for God's elect, which I don't think is what Jesus was getting at. Um, we actually read that in our last episode, but because Olivia's winking, winking, wincing at me, I'll go ahead and... Isn't that talking about the, 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 the martyrs? Uh, well, when Jesus was talking about, um, the, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the word. When Jesus is talking about the days being cut short, um, he says, where is it? Short. There it is. Um, there will be great tribulations such as not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, and never will be. And if those days had not been cut short, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, so on and so forth. Yeah, or there okay. he is, do not believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes on. But right there, um, the days had been cut short. No human being would be saved. So some people are going to take that to say, like, Oh, for the Christians, it gets cut short and they get to be pulled out of it. And that's that's where Left Behind starts. Right. Everyone's been raptured. Now Revelation starts. This is not implied here. I mean, for me, who doesn't see the rapture in the Bible, like the first way that I read this without having a rapture already in my mind is like things are going to get crazy, crazy, crazy bad. And, like, if those days aren't cut short, like, no one would be saved. Like, there will be a cutoff point before it gets as deeply bad as it could be type thing. Uh, And as to why no one would be saved, I guess, in my mind, my first thought would be, Jesus talks about how, like, in the end, people's hearts will become too hardened. Uh, And so the idea would be, like, how hard can it possibly get before, like, well, no one can get saved now because they all gave up. In fact, just think of the pandemic. I don't know about you guys, but there are people that I know who I would have never thought would have left the faith who during the pandemic have. 
And all I can, like, imagine at this point is, like, as they watched things get harder and harder, eventually their hearts became too hard towards God. Like, why won't you stop this? And eventually they just stepped out of faith. Uh, and I, th- I would feel like Jesus is saying right here, like, before it gets too, like, infinite bad, we'll cut it short. Otherwise, nobody's going to, like, have a heart soft enough at that point to receive Jesus. So that's, that's my first thought on that passage. Uh, it does go on to say then Jesus is going to come and, you know, uh, he takes the elect like an angel comes in. Uh, he'll send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. That's what happens when Jesus comes back. And that is what we need to focus on here. Because that actually right there, that is the... That is the rapture that Jesus is referencing. When we say rapture, then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. This was prophesied. Jesus, you know, I would be back. He goes into heaven, but now he's doing what Daniel said, and he's riding the clouds back down to earth. Um, And as he's riding down... The angels go out and gather his elect to him from all the corners of the earth. That's kind of rapture-y. <laughs> okay? What, and when I say kind of, here's what I mean. Like, is this what we would call the rapture? Yes. But what does rapture mean to you guys? Because it doesn't sound like this. Well, the rapture that people talk about is people, Christians, just disappearing and now they're in heaven. They've escaped. Hmm. Yeah. It's not, you're not usually picturing Jesus coming down. You're just picturing us going up. It's usually a mass teleportation across the entire earth. Hmm. Where no clothes are apparently allowed to come with you. Because oh, right, because it left behind. <laughs> Everyone's the, clothes are left yeah. behind. A man and wife asleep in bed. And then, like, she hears a noise and turns her head, he's gone. And then, like, planes start flying down because pilots disappeared. And so there's nobody to fly the plane, so planes start crashing everywhere and explosions and... Right, right, yeah. Yeah, that's our kind of Americanized rapture. Now, this is kind of rapture-y, but Jesus is coming down, and humans are going up to him. Right? So there is, first off, we're not, we don't teleport, we're we're levitating. (laughs) Yeah, Jamin, this is way easier to understand. (laughs) Everybody just starts flying, okay. Hey. The resurrected body, man. Who so, knows? so we all become super saiyans, and and start floating and flying. And resurrected body, man. Jesus' resurrected body went into heaven. Except I don't know that we're putting on the resurrection at this morning, morning, at this, this moment. Uh, but here in Second um, Thessalonians two is namely the passage that everybody quotes when they're talking about. Uh, um, the rapture, which I'm trying to make sure I have the right verse again. It was on the other page. 
Thessalonians 2, 1 through 10. All right, so here's what comes up in Thessalonians 2, 1 through 10. This is your strongest support for a rapture. But it's going to sound like what Jesus just said, not like what Left Behind said. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by spirit or a spoken word, or a letter, letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So even Paul sees things getting really bad before Jesus comes back, right? Not us escaping everything being really bad. Uh, do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? <laughs> I love the attitude. And you know what is restraining him. Clearly, clearly there were people coming into uh, the church with the Thessalonians and telling them, the day of the Lord is here. And Paul is just like, hey, <laughs> you remember what I actually said when I was with you? Pay attention. I'm an apostle, dang it. Uh, um, I don't read that part. It's basically there. That's the that's the, Inflection. the message version. Um, do you not remember when I was with you? I told you these things. When your camera is also your phone, sometimes fun things happen. Uh, where were where are we? And you know what is restraining him? That uh, restraining him now, so that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he is out of the way. Saul sounds ethereal to us, but more or less, I believe what Paul is saying is like, you want to know why things haven't gotten to as bad as they could? It's because God is holding back Satan from the kinds of things that he wants to do. Which is what we see in Revelation and other places, right? We just went through this. The four horsemen, the image is almost as though they're chomping at the bit. The only reason that they get to do the things that they do is because God, like, takes some of the chains off of them and they go crazy type thing. Not as though God is, like, punishing us himself, but that he's letting evil run rampant kind of thing. Uh, and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. That's more revelation stuff, right? Jesus... It's the sword of his mouth, his breath, his words, his speaking, his... I bet that word's pneuma, actually. Let's check. Uh, the breath of his mouth is pneuma, the spirit of his mouth. Just as things were created by the Holy Spirit at the beginning of the Bible, uh, as the spirit hovered over the face of the deep, deep, like it was hatching an egg or something, so it is the Holy Spirit within Jesus' mouth as he speaks it out, just as he spoke things into existence, now he speaks things out of existence. Man, John's pulling from a lot of places, it feels like. Uh, Jesus will, uh, Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all the power and false signs and wonders and with the wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Jesus is trying to save everyone. Some are refusing to take it. Their hearts are too, too, uh, bricked out therefore god sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false in order that they may be condemned we do not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness 
And that passage actually goes back to a bunch of stuff that Paul says in Romans. What's fun about all that is that I did not hear the rapture I was looking for. Did you guys? <laughs> nope. nope. Okay. So uh, we just saw a whole bunch of things that related to Revelation, right? Because I just quoted a lot of Revelation in there. But Revelation or First Thessalonians four seventeen is the actual passage we were looking for. Sorry, First <laughs> uh, Thessalonians four uh, thirteen is where we'll start. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others who do not, uh, who have no hope, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So let's pause right there. When we say fall asleep, what do we mean? Fall asleep in the faith? Uh, died? Died, yeah. Oh. Well, in that particular <laughs> part. Uh, which I mean, you know, fall asleep in the faith is to die, if you will. Uh, but um, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So okay. those who have already, and the way that Paul says fall asleep is because, like, we're coming back, you know? When right. the resurrection happens, it's like a waking up of sorts. We come back to earth. It's a new creation. Uh, new heavens, new earth, heaven and earth becoming one. So Paul likes to use the term fall asleep here. Some people are going to use it to talk about soul sleep, this idea that when you die, you don't go to heaven, you don't go to hell. You just are put to sleep, and you're going to wake up one day when God brings it back. People do not have rest mode. <laughs> well, That's... this is going to be like the main passage that people use for soul sleep, and it's just it's it's not a good doctrine. It's not heavily supported. When we say fall asleep here, Paul's talking about like, I know, it hurts. Our friends have died. We want to see them again. But just remember, like, we will. It's like they're just asleep right now. The resurrection's coming. Okay, so... Don't take metaphor and turn it into doctrine. Um, for this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of our Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. We who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. So in other words, when Jesus comes back, he will bring all the Christians who have already died with him. They're all coming back together. Mm -hmm. right? But they, those who are still alive won't be able to see them. Well, this is the interesting part. Those of us who are alive, like, they're preceding us. Jesus is coming down on a cloud. And all the Christians who have died, along with all the angels of heaven, are all coming down with him. It's almost like a heavenly army of sorts coming out of, out of the skies. Um, for the Lord will descend from heaven with a cry of command and the voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will, Christ will rise first. So here you have dead Christians who have already passed away joining Jesus in the sky as he's coming down. Jesus coming down, dead Christians going up, right? Then we who are alive, who are left, so these are humans that are still walking the earth, will be caught up together with them. So we, we happen next. And meet them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. So in other words, Cloud City will happen. Star Wars is not speculative fiction. <laughs> Star Trek is, though. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Get it right. 
when Jesus comes on the clouds down to the earth in the city, what is the point? To also bring those that have come before back as well. And us. Together. Down to the earth. For well, the no, new to, creation. to the clouds. It doesn't say it comes down to the to earth. To the clouds because Jesus is coming down. N.T. Wright talks about it as like a, a, a... So wait, we're meeting him up in the clouds to then just go back to the earth? Yes. N.T. Wright's going to kind of call it like a, a, a greeting party, if you will. <laughs> The point of the resurrection is that we put on new physical bodies to live on a new physical earth. When Jesus is coming, so it seems to like put a lot of wasted energy right. to go there then come back. Well, when Jesus is coming to put all this right, like he's on his, he's, we don't go there to go. We, we, <laughs> when Jesus is coming back, it's to put everything right. That is the day of wrath. That is the day of the Lord. That is the wrath of the Lamb, as we just saw in Revelation. So when Jesus is coming down, what's happening is everyone who belongs with him is gathered to him so that we all now come down to the earth together to put the earth right. The way that we, that, that is the technical rapture as the Bible paints it. The way that we paint it, Jesus never comes down to get us. We all go to him. We just like, he's way up there. He's never coming down. We all just go up there and we stay up there. And furthermore, we never come back. Right. Like, I mean, I want to kind of look at the left behind covers. Because I'm pretty sure you just see the earth exploding on <laughs> images. Yeah, there's always fire in the background, you know. <laughs> it just always feels like everything is like blowing up as though the earth does not. Right really matter in the end i never got to the end of the book so but there you go like even just the first left behind book just kind of looks like the sun well, it's a blood moon isn't it? it might be or maybe it's the sun <laughs> or maybe it's the earth on fire no, it's a blood know. moon because the sun you can't normally see the full circle if it's shining upon you i think that's a globe guys well, if it's a globe, then it's the earth like on fire, you know. Like, <laughs> but that's that's most people's theology. Most people's theology is not that we're coming back here. Most people's theology is screw the earth. This is why Christians don't care about environmentalism at all. It's because like whatever, it's all just gonna go to hell in a handbasket anyways. Whereas the point of the Bible is no, I made this thing, and it's good, and you guys ruined it, and I'm going to make it right. <laughs> and even if I have to come down there myself and put it right, I will do it, you know? God did not screw up. So wait, so wait, Jesus is just an angry parent in the front seat of a car? <laughs> Don't make me come back there. God did not screw up. He did not make the earth in such a way where he's like, oh, I can't wait until you guys have taken your dominion to turn this into a beautiful garden everywhere. Oh, crap, that went bad real quick. Well, forget it. My plans are out. I'm done. I'll, it'll never happen. I can't do it in any way, shape, or form. No, the resurrection and the new creation and revelation are all about like, okay, I'm going to get what I want because this is what I planned for the earth, a resurrected, beautiful garden. <laughs> I'm going to put the whole thing right. Uh, and that's that's what the new age is about. New age as in the age to come, right? Uh, Almost thought you were getting new agey on me. No, no, no. The age to come... <laughs> The Bible is often going to talk about this age and the age to come. 
this age is the one where things are going bad. The age to come is the resurrection where things are put right. So with that being said, as far as rapture goes, is it in the Bible? Sort of. Kind of. Sort of, yeah. There is a going to Jesus. But we're going to Jesus on his way down. And Jesus comes down in the first place, not to take us up, but to bring us down with him. But to bring us up, then bring us down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an epic like thing. It's an epic yo-yo. No, I was thinking like... Uh, it's that, that Lord of the Rings meme. <laughs> Aragorn just turns and he's like, YOLO. <laughs> and then runs with his sword just into the army of orcs. <laughs> like, like the idea is like there's all the parties that belong to God joining God. And we actually, we're not, it's almost pictured as a holy war, but like we don't actually participate in it, as we'll see later. Armageddon is just like, okay. Jesus spoke, <laughs> and everything that he needed happened because he's God. So, anyways, does this make sense a little bit? Kind of, yes. sort of. You don't necessarily have to agree with my opinion, uh, but, I mean, if you're following the whole portrait of the Bible, the new creation, the resurrection, which are crucial, crucial. The resurrection is crucial. Like Paul said, if you don't believe in the resurrection, like, let's just... Like, screw it, basically, is what... It means nothing. If I was, yeah, if I was to <laughs> paraphrase Paul, it's like, if the resurrection isn't real, screw it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? There's no point. Yeah, because, like, for him, that was everything. This life does not matter what happens to you because there is a life that's coming that you win, you know? Um, so one day Jesus will come back, just as Revelation says, just as Jesus said, just as Paul said... And when that day comes, we will go to be with him on his way down to then start the, the new creation. We'll see more of that as we go throughout Revelation. You can subscribe to hang on to all these future videos as we continue our way through this entire book of the Bible. And if you enjoy this episode and want to learn more about everything we've been talking about so far, go back. There's about 40 episodes on Revelation so far. and Just uh, in chapter 6. And there will be plenty more to come before we're done with it. Otherwise, yeah. be sure to like, comment, and subscribe and down below. And join us on the Discord so we can talk online, in person, and things. And we'll catch you there. <laughs>